I'm Alexander Schiff. Hey, Butch Patrick here. That's right, Eddie from the Munsters. What's up? This is Charlie Cox. This is Ray Fisher here. Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson. And you're listening to... You're listening to Con Culture Podcast. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Recorded Peeps. Uh, you join the live peeps who are um, joining us online. We are We have a lot to discuss today. It's a news-heavy week, but a lot of cool shit going down this week. Uh, tons and tons and tons and tons of cool shit. Um, but none cooler than my co-hostess with the most hostest. You gotta see these guys. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and let them know uh, who's in the building. It's uh, Darth and uh, Boba. Not the tea, but the fit. <laughs> cosplay, cosplay harder than these two. What was that? I think Belinda just tried to come down the stairs to complain about something. She's like, I have enough of your shit. Fucking. Oh, doing that show. Was there no audio, guys? There was no audio for that entire so. The recorded yeah, version of the podcast got it. Sorry, guys. There was no audio there. It was just a loading screen. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, thank you. So kind of you. What up, Charles? You didn't even hear me tell you hi. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that the that the prep screen didn't have any audio on it. I thought... You are asthmatic? I think my head is... I I think Darth is having a anxiety attack. So I can look upon you with my own eyes. Oh, <laughs> 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 hot! Oh, man. And it's freezing in here. It's like 62 degrees in here. Oh, I um, think it feels nice. Bounty hunters don't remove their masks. No, still, never. So never. You are, that's the face you get to stare at. For the duration of the podcast, or until he gets really hot. It's getting a little steamy in here. <laughs> He's got it's getting very clammy. Yeah, you're gonna need no, a The Mandalores are that high tech that they got that. They got the little wiper <laughs> for their helmet. Is that high tech or is that low tech? Like yeah, having wipers true. on your Mandalorian mask. <laughs> Well, I feel like it would be high tech. I feel like they'd have some little monster that would like come out and we're like, burr, burr. Nah, I feel like they had like a defogger, like a humidifier on the inside. True, you know? true. Like a defrost, fog not a little. <laughs> yeah, fog resistant glass fog would make a lot of sense. Sense if you're a Mandalorian. Maybe the blacksmith makes it. <laughs> the blacksmith is the one that makes uh, the fog resistant Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. Yeah, let's let's get into this, guys. Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining Con Culture Podcast. We got uh, some news to talk about. As always, we are starting with Con News. Um, Celebrity Fan Fest has a DeLorean. They announced um, Celebrity Fan Fest just purchased a DeLorean, so we will have that this summer. Great Scott. <laughs> um. I don't think he knows how to stop buying cars. I had a conversation earlier with Bob, and I was like, hey, dude, stop buying cars. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an addiction at this point. It's an addiction at this point. And uh, rate that Comic Con says you can't pay your celebs guarantees, so I don't think you need to be spending money like that. <laughs> it's bullshit, but whatevs. But yes, the DeLorean will be at Celebrity Fan Fest, along with the Ecto-1, the Batmobile that we saw this past year, oh. and there's some more... There's another top secret car that I can't talk about. 
Um, Moving on. Yeah, so we'll just on that, but it is, I can't wait for that one. My childhood is going to be amazing, and it's going to be represented in front of me. Um, Other con news we have, YumiCon, there was an article by The Current that seems to be just trying to stir up what they had with Alamo versus Trader's Village versus... Big Texas versus Celebrity Fan Fest. So they're really the trying to exactly. stretch. Yeah, they're really trying to stretch this Con Wars Return of the Jedi thing. Um, but it's it's not true. Like, YumiCon is not beefing or rivals of San Japan is what they try to frame the article as. And they're trying to make it seem like YumiCon's coming for the Henry B. And they're trying to make their own show. They're trying to push out San Japan and take a piece of that pie. The it's, current is just creating clickbait. It yeah. is. It is very clickbaity. YumiCon themselves commented and was like, hey, there's no rivalry here. Like, there's room for everybody here. We have more than enough fucking anime fans to have two anime conventions. Oh, yeah. So, don't you worry about that. And they will succeed or fail on their own merit, not because or in spite of... San Japan. That has nothing to do. So I don't even know where they try to connect that dot. It was seriously a stretch. Um, so not cool. Current. That's a little bit of culture vulture-ish. Well, on you. There's already enough drama. Yeah, there's no need to the add it. Community. Can we just quit, please? Yeah. Like, stop making something that's not a thing a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> everybody love everybody. Right. Both that says everybody love everybody. Straight from the bounty hunter's mouth. So yeah, there's no issue between YumiCon and San Japan. Folks, go support YumiCon. Hopefully they have a great show. Um, we need more anime conventions. They're fun as shit. They're run by great people. I, like I was saying, I was mm-hmm. a guest at year one. And they're just real nice people. They're, it's a good con. Go support. Yes, definitely. We need support all the cons. We need more cons. We need all of them. We need like one every two months. Make right. cons right again. <laughs> Make cons great again. Anyway. Make cons friends again. Yeah. That'd be cool. Just some collaboration, some cross-promotion. That'd be fucking dope. Um, but we have an update on last week's news. Uh, Brian Calloway uh, did receive uh, refunds. All of his consignment customers did yeah. receive their refunds, or at least refund emails as of last I heard. Um, he did receive. So Alamo City did issue out refunds. Um, so good on them that they did he got refunded his stuff he refunded the fees to the consignment customers but i did a collector did bring something to my attention um about brian that i was kind of like well brian this is fucked up man so bob did celebrity fan fest as a thank you to the fans right so he did celebrity fan fest as a thank you to the fans and one of the things that he put in place was one autograph, one photo, you know, because that's all you need of a celebrity is one autograph, one photo. If you have two items, okay, go to the back of the line, and if there's time, they'll sign the second item. What he was trying to avoid was people going to get shit, uh, like a mountain of shit signed, so they could sell it on eBay. And because it was a thank you to the fans, so people making cheap of it, um... Is kind of disrespectful. He's like, that's what I want to avoid is people just coming to it to sell it on eBay. They don't value the time. Because the cool thing about Celebrity Fan Fest is it gave you a slit of paper 
and you could tell the celebrity to customize your signature. It wasn't like Kevin Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo. That's not what he was doing. You were writing down your name on a piece of paper or your nickname or whatever you wanted him to make it out to. And if it were funny, quirky, or cool, Kevin would be like, oh, what's the story behind this? Like, why so-and-so? Like, he was engaging with fans. They all were. So, so what did this guy do? Brian Calloway went through and got just generic autographs. Just the celebrity's name, the stock photo, and posted them for sale on Facebook Marketplace and on collector sites. And... Like, didn't even let the fucking ink dry. Like, I'm pretty sure this dude walked out of the line, took a picture on the tables where the dining area was, and posted to sell. Is he not allowed to do that? And he went, well, multiple times he went through and got, like, essentially what Bob was trying to avoid. People just going through, taking up space in line to get it posted sell. Well, that, that's another thing. that People have their own progress. Some people go to cons to make a profit off of autographs. Yeah. And it'd be one thing if he was getting a limited edition poster of her done or uh, Kevin Sorbo's box DVD set signed. That's one thing. You're getting a product signed for resale. Everybody knows that. Nobody's confused about it. But collectors themselves got upset at this because he was going and just getting the stock that Celebrity Fan Fest provided, getting the autograph that he didn't even pay for. And then trying to get other people to buy that off of him. Well, then he's already screwed because he's yeah. not going to get a profit if collectors are already upset with the. Yeah, the, he's the collector community brought it to my attention and actually called me a couple of people and they're like, we, we heard Brian mention on the show and they sent me screenshots of these posters that he posted and what he was trying to get for him. It was like that's kind of a dick move. Did you didn't even leave the fucking venue? And then you see him post the other one later. So, Brian... Don't throw stones at a glass house. Yeah, you can't be getting mad when karma bites you in the butt, man. So, just added a little bit of clarification to that. That's a little insight. I I hate generic autographs. Because whenever I get something signed, Mm -hmm. I want it. It's for me. It's not for anyone else. It's for me. That's like when I met Kevin Sorbo. I was like, to Trey, stay strong. And then when I met Anthony McAdoo, I was like, can you please put on your left? And when you met uh, Benedict Wong? Yeah. He did the whole... He did one of my favorite quotes from... um, Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Yeah, he and was so genuine, so cool. But yeah, Mr. Calloway, not cool. Shame. Um, glad you got your refunds, yeah. but... I mean, good but, job with your customer service and your clients, yeah. but don't try to cheat the system for profit. I mean... That's not cool. It was a thank you to the fans. Don't cheapen it. That's all, right. all we say. Um, yes. Moving on from that. Uh, what else do we got? We have... Wizard World, Wizard World, it was the other con, I literally throw it under confused (laughs) all of it, so Wizard World was this past weekend, Uh, mixed reviews, some vendors did well, they made enough to pay for the table, some made a slight profit, others lost pretty much everything, I think one individual, and I got photos from people who reviewed it, said that you could count how many people were in the hall, Ooh. at a time like you can see straight through it um, however the low attendance did allow the celebs to walk around the con so they were walking around and buying stuff and talking to people because it, i guess the attendance was so low that they could just kind of roam and not be bothered it was pretty low last year too yeah it was really low last year and i think it was lower this year is what a person told me because they went to both and they said they had 40 seats for their panel area mm. and they couldn't fill it that's a shame because you, that's, you know that's why the first time 
I hung out with you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It was super dope. But it's it's gradually regressed from there, and it just looks like... Because they chose Austin. Because <laughs> yeah, well, a Austin, long time ago, yeah. Wizard World was supposed to be in San Antonio, but and then Aust- they changed their mind. Austin's a great location. Like, RTX, I go to that con, and it's fucking amazing. But RTX has its own name and following that it's going to yeah. create... I think that's what it list. is. I think that's what it is, is that they've amassed the following, and they care about the people that attend. So they're really trying to cultivate an experience for their fans, whereas Wizard World is like, hey, we got some celebs and some autographs, and you like vendors and shit, right? Like, and they weren't top tier celebs. Like the biggest celebs there were the Smallville cast. They mm-hmm. had uh, Tom Welling and um, oh, fuck, I forgot his name, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Yeah, they had Lex Luthor and Superman. They were both there. Um, so yeah, Erica Durant was there, which was like, oh, Erica Durant, mm, Lois Lane. Yeah, but they had Smallville nights, and that was pretty much the only draw there. So they had a little bit of a crowd Saturday. But also, the person who sent me the photos sent me photos of Saturday, and it was like. I there. did see a couple photos, and just noticing the background, I'm like, where are all the people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was very. Did, did you get there before open? From what I heard <laughs> is that's how it was. Well, what I heard is they spread it across seventy-eight thousand feet, but you could have fit the amount of stuff they had inside of the same size mm-hmm. that Alamo used. Sometimes it's better to squeeze it all in. I feel so. I feel. Um, it makes it feel a little more packed. It puts everything together. You don't have to journey all the way around. Because Dallas Fan Days is traditionally really small, but right. they pack it in nice, so you're occupying all the space, and there's shit to look at around every turn. Well, even Wizard World in other cities does way better yeah. than it seems to be doing in Austin. Pittsburgh I think bombed. they need to consider a change also. of location. I think it's a change in ownership, because Pittsburgh Wizard World bombed also, like, severely. It was outperformed by an indie con, an indie anime con in the same city. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That's just nothing like anime cons are just in a whole league of their own. Oh, yeah. Totally different fanatic fan base, which is awesome, and I love it. The cosplays are always phenomenal at anime shows. But yeah, no, I think... I don't know if it's a little bit of con fatigue setting in from all these shows being back-to-back-to-back, or the cons just aren't giving the best product that they can. They're just putting what they used to put, and that used to work, but in an age where you have free photo ops and fucking michael keaton's and like big names and big draws and everybody's throwing big punches i think just putting on a show doesn't cut it anymore you have to do something that makes people want to come back next year and that's one and i hate to sound like i'm just plugging celebrity fan fest all the time but like that was the beautiful thing about preview con it was like we love you guys so much we love your support so much it's like come get a taste of this and come back next year yeah yeah come get more popcorn and eat all the popcorn there there are very few cons that i will always love to reattend and, and I mean I can name them all on one hand. You've got uh, Celebrity Fan Fest, but Dragon Con would be my number one because yeah. it's a total different experience than most cons and I've, I've never heard of it ne- I've ever been to. It's it, it, there's so much it, you can't consume it all. Yeah. Um it's almost like Disney World. You can't get it all on your first no, run. Yes. You gotta like you gotta stay a whole week. I love I like San Japan, but there are lots of things I dislike about San Japan. But if yeah. I'm going strictly for anime and collectibles, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pack South, 
Pat's Pop Popcorn one on my top three. I love, and you know what I, I love? love I love that they did it as like a like a tester year, and it does progressively better every yep. single year. And I'm and I it's baby convention, and I like that it's different. You know, oh, so good. I love it too. It's Belinda's favorite con actually in San Antonio uh, is PAX because she loves playing games and they let you demo so many, not just games, but indie games. Like you get to meet the guys who made it and they're trying to pitch. Like this is how they're going to eat. If their game's good enough, they get to eat. So it's really cool getting at that grassroots and getting games before they come out before they're ever released, while they're still in the GoFundMe stage, and getting to play them is really fun. I think the energy in, in a gaming con is so much different than yeah. any other con. Yeah. I, I just love, it's all fun. It is. It's all fun. It's not about going to all the vendors and buying stuff. It's mm-hmm. more about like what games are coming out. It's all about the fun, and, and that's I have lots of fun when I go to PAX. Yeah, what experience are you selling? Yeah, it's a, it's a fan experience. PAX yes. is definitely one. Denver would be on my list though. Denver Pop Culture Con was so amazing. It's great if you love authors. It's great if you love artists. It's great if you love cosplayers. It's great if you love celebs. Because you had all of that at Denver Pop Culture Con. Beautiful scenery. Yeah, it's great if you love beautiful scenery. And weed. If you're a weed fan, everybody's high. So Mm -hmm. nobody's arguing. Nobody's fucking well. I, I I don't either. But like everybody was chill. Like there wasn't a single argument that me and Trey well, heard. Have you the ever met an angry pot smoker? Exactly. Like everybody <laughs> went outside for smoke breaks. The line for beer was a hundred people long, and everybody was mad chill about it. They were like, mm, "Remember '98? Let me get my brew." I wish I could just get that at a visit to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, man. I love Denver. Denver was such a fun experience. I'd like to and go Ace. to Ace. Ace is so good. It's very small and curated, and but the artists that we saw in Arizona were breathtakingly good. Like we walked in, like we're not gonna spend any money. We don't have the money to spend. We drove here in a fucking carpool. We don't have money to spend. Eighty dollars later, I was like, I love every one of these artists. <laughs> like I couldn't go three tables without wanting to buy a print. That's the nice thing about going to these out of state conventions. When we go to all these Texas conventions, we see the same vendors, the same yeah. artists, and the same prints yes. over and over and over again. It's like not that it's not good. We've seen it. We want to see something new. Keep it fresh, baby boy. I'm telling you, my my top two that I want to go to out of state is Colossal Con and Kutsu Con. You have to go to Kutsu Con. Oh my gosh, I want to go so. That, like next to Kutsu 2020. Dragon Con, Tatsukon, Flutter Fan Fest. Nice. That's a nice list there. I'm, I'm telling you, I think Colossal Con will be fun. It's just like a water park. I gotta, I gotta work on my, my dad bod. Me yeah, too. I'm totally paying favoritism because Celebrity Fan Fest is my number one because of how we get treated. Oh. <laughs> and the well, stuff yeah. we get. Yeah. I feel like it's an unspoken Total favoritism. number one. Yeah. It's one of those, like, there's this category and then there's our list. Yeah. I just That's feel like I like each differently for different purposes. Yes, yes. very much so. Very that's much what, that's so. Because I love so that. That's why I feel like with the world isn't doing so. Because it's a generic franchise con. Yeah. It's like plug in it's the a city, commercial con. put vendors. Yeah, plug in the con. city, put vendors. Plug but in the city. Even if I had the funds to have gone this weekend, I probably would have still not have gone. Because it's like, I did it last year. Wasn't that impressed. The yeah. only thing I loved about last year was hanging out with you, Lindsay, and Michael. And yep. getting the to know y'all. And then that's what led to this beautiful... Same. Same. Aww. The photos on the stairs were funner than the con. Yeah. That was yeah. that was said. Moving on. So moving on. Um, Disney Plus is here, guys. Woo-hoo. I don't know if y'all know, but there's a little app that came out this week that the internet is 
fucking freaking over. Literally exceeded their best expectations and crashed the servers because 10 million people signed up. And of course they shared their passwords. Not just 10 million people signed up. 10 million people signed Mm -hmm. up the first day. Day one, 10 million people tried to get on these servers. So of course it was way beyond what they had, their wildest expectations. Then you figure 10 million people signed up, and then they shared it with their friends, family, because you can share it to four screens. I think they're projecting over 90 million by 20, by the, almost the end of 2020. Hell yeah! Oh, easy. Every, and I haven't heard but one negative thing about it. Even then, it's a first world problem complaint was, <laughs> was going to continue watching. Like, continue watching. Where's my continue watching section? <laughs> It does it. It does it, but you have to remember what episode you were on. It plays it from where you left off, but you have to remember what episode you left off. Well, off. that's your own damn. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was kind of like a Dolly. Tell me how to binge a beat Anthony <laughs> off the couch. It was kind of one of those complaints. Uh, Twitter was like, "Where's my continue watching? Why wouldn't you copy one of the most basic and popular features on Netflix?" It's like, whoa, Don't bro, Don't you understand chill. I'm trying to be a couch potato? Yeah, they gave me gargoyles, all right? They could do no wrong. Speaking of, I, that's what I was binging that's before what I got it, here. Oh, that's TV. what Belinda told me to ask. What was the first thing you watched when you downloaded Disney Plus? You opened the app. What was the first thing? And guys, if you have it in the comments, what was the first thing you watched when you put on before we do Disney that, Plus? I love Fernanda's thing. Can we Disney Plus and Lust? Can we Disney Plus and Lust? <laughs> Damn right, we can. <laughs> Every you better, you better patent that. Put on some shirts. Get that yeah. hustle, Fernando. Get that hustle, boy. Or Disney Plus and Disney Plus and nostalgia. Yeah, like, it was nostalgia. I think we should just say what the three of us watched for the first time at the same time because I'm pretty sure we all watched the same thing. <clears throat> One, two, two three. three. The Mandalorian. Odd Man Out. What did you watch for? Endgame. The movie you've seen already? Yes! Did you see the extras? You didn't see the extras, did you? I didn't. No, because I woke up and it was like 6 a.m. And I knew I didn't have enough time to consume. In my defense, I didn't have enough time to consume The Mandalorian because I had 30 minutes before taking the kids to school. So I watched 30 minutes of Endgame. Okay. But the first full thing I watched through was The Mandalorian. It was The Mandalorian. The first Um, thing I watched. What's the next thing on your sites? It was the extras of Endgame because we got to see... Actual clips of the What If series, oh, nice. so we got to see Agent Agent um, uh, Captain Carter. Oh, nice. so she gets a Super Soldier Serum, Ooh. and she's Captain UK. I've seen so many cosplays so, like that. Oh my god, she's so good, and it's voiced by the actual character. So we're getting about twenty plus episodes of What If, and every movie has a tweak. Like T'Challa is Star Lord in Guardians. And uh, the zombie series, they sh- actually showed zombie Captain America fighting Winter Soldier. So they, they give a lot in that 12-minute extra expanding the universe. They basically gave us the D23 trailers and footage okay. in the extras of Endgame. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure, because I just blooshed all over the screen when I saw it. Because they gave actual trailer clips. Like, you got two or three seconds of the actual WandaVision series, two or three seconds of the Loki series. Two or three. And Baron Zemo, we got the mask. Nice. They give it to you. The He's like, I'll be seeing you soon. And he puts the mask Woo! on. And it looks so good. Like, it should look cheesy, but it fucking works. And you're just oh, like, He's so, well, he's responsible for destroying the Avengers. Yeah. Like, no easy task. Not at all. So, the, so first, the first thing my kids yeah. watched 
was Sword in the Stone. Oh. Oh, yeah. And then after we watched Mandalorian, mm. me and the kids sat and watched like five or six different of the Pixar shorts. Yeah. Like the short films. Like, was it Float? Yeah. We watched Float. We watched The Birds. We oh, we haven't seen those. Me and Belinda have seen them. Bayo. Or whatever. We yeah. watched Bayo, which is like the dumpling one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we watch? So The first time I saw that, I was just, I remember watching like, Jack, Jack, all, all the kids in the theater were like, what the? The minute she eats them out, she's like, what? I was shook. <laughs> I've never seen that one. That's like one of the few ones I hadn't seen. So when she ate it, I was like, this just went dark. I think that <laughs> came out before um, Incredibles 2. Yeah. I think that was the one associated with it. I gotta watch those. What I haven't it? seen them. I watched, we watched Jack Jack Attack oh. from the first one. Oh. So, and then they watched Lady and the Tramp, the live action today. That's the next thing on my watch list. Lady and the Tramp, Tramp live action. What, what so are you guys going to watch next? Our fans put, Belinda put Peter Pan. Oh. Ray Ray was a Mandalorian. Fernando had X-Men. Yeah. Uh, Joshua, remember the Titans. Ooh, That's okay. one they wouldn't have okay. expected. Uh, Jason watched Iron Fist. Fucking right, bro. Uh, <laughs> already have the graphics for Disney. Plus and lust. Fuck yeah. Ray Ray jumped on I'm it. I'm telling you, you need to make graphics now. Get on it. Get on it. We need those shirts. Got to wait for the 23rd for the seven day free trial and then start the subscription in December. Jason Alvari, that is one of my favorite movies, Return to Oz. It is so oh, much yeah. darker yeah. than Wizard of Oz. The Witch. The Wheelers. With no heads? Yes. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, and like the random like moose couch. I love, I love Jacks. Jack. <laughs> I am not. What? Re- Return to Oz is so dark. That's awesome. The little girl in it, she's um Bobby Boucher's girlfriend in Waterboy. Yeah. Oh. The girl from the craft. Yeah. Tron. That's oh, why. Tron. That's why she's like that because of that. <laughs> Did shit to her. <laughs> The text. <laughs> Here's what Tristan watched first. The text that my dad gave me. The password. Nice. That's nice, Tristan. Fucking right. Sharing passwords, guys. Sharing the love. Um, share your Disney Plus with mm. people. You got four. I love all these different icons you, you can choose for your profile. Yes. Like I chose Peter Pan. That's one of my favorite Disney characters. So yeah. Like Glenda. Thank you for watching that. Yeah. He. She had to watch the classic Peter Pan first. I had to watch Endgame. Just because that masterpiece is just... Well, the classic... I just had to watch that now because your brother kept messaging me, Bro, bro, you gotta watch it now, bro. I don't care what you're doing. You need to watch The Mandalorian right now. Oh, man. After I saw it, I told you the same thing. I was like, Trey, I need need you. Trey, I'm shook right now. Should we just go into it? Spoiler alert. We're Uh, transitioning into The Mandalorian. We're transitioning into The Mandalorian. So if you have not seen the episode and you do want to watch without spoilers, now is your time yeah, come to back do, in like 20, 30 to, minutes. Yeah. Now's your time Brittany's to Brittany's about out. to go this deep in this thing. We're about to go in on this. Alright. Everybody out. You and left. Up the you had the opportunity. It's official now. Helmet's off. Guys, where do I begin? Thank you, Disney. You did not fucking disappoint. Thank you, John Favreau. I, there are so many beautiful Easter eggs oh, throughout this entire entire thing. For those who have watched, um, did you guys happen to catch Boba Fett in the actual episode? I can't wait to watch it again. He so is definitely him. in the episode right from the get-go. Yep. Um, we've got... When you're so going to the questions. blacksmith, when you're going to the blacksmith, look on the 
back right of your screen, you will right see Right there. That. He's standing right there, full little Boba Fett armor. That, to me, was such a fun Easter egg. We have so many cool celebrities that yep. are doing cameos throughout <laughs> it. We have, so the events of this show are, what did, what did we decide? It was well, after. Return of the Jedi, right? Return after. of the Jedi. About five Lord. years after. So And so, 25 years before the, the last Jedi. The Force yes. Awakens. Yeah, the yes. Force Awakens, I'm sorry. The Force so we're in between. We're about a little bit after the Clone Wars. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Vader's dead. The Empire's dead. Yes. A lot of the Jedi are all gone. So that that's where this timeline is. So we're more on the outer brim of the universe um, on those outer planets than where a lot of those movies took place, which yes. is great because we're getting a fresh story. Um, and the fresh story right out from the get, the Mandalorian is amazing. He comes in, he doesn't say much. He does a nice little kudu scene like Han did when they went into the bar. Oh. It's like the same kind of scene. We just lay it out, we go in. It's funny without trying to be. Like, he, he, he just says very few words at the very beginning. He's just like, I can take you warm, or I can take you cold. Oh, that was so bad. And that badass. was enough. So bad. It was just like, he's about to go ham. Like, you're going to go. That's what you're going to do. You're you going know? with him. And, and the guy who played the alien was great. And then he gets on, you know. Horatio Sam. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that. Was, yeah. Saturday and he did such Live. a good job. He did. He did. He was really convincing. Ray Ray said the white prototype armor was in there too. Yes, it was. Yeah. Will this be the next big cosplay? Mm. Hell yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm not even going to lie. I'd yeah. do a Mandalorian. Oh, you would be epic as Fuck Mandalorian. Fuck yeah, I would. Fuck yeah. I'm on board. I Maybe do, Mandalorian. I do, I do that blue and silver. Go Django style. Yes. Mm. Um, so that was great. It was lots of good comedic action in between those. But not overt. It wasn't like trying to be funny. Then we got a callback to... The you know the being frozen in the carbonite fiber what is it carbonite yeah. carbonite um, which was cool Puppets. because when he opens up the Mandalorian's like shed of like guns and weapons it, <laughs> and you pay close attention Han Solo's blaster is right there on the wall so you know you have a callback a lot of the people in those are people from other movies so they mm -hmm. gi they give you lots of little things that to, connect you to the larger to connect you to the larger universe. Which was which was beautifully done in my opinion. Um, I'm trying not to get to the big Easter egg of this. I'm trying to enjoy some of the other. So some of the cool things about the episode, you have the droid that's like the Terminator droid. Uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, which for those who don't know that name, that is the voice of Korg from Rat Thor Ragnarok. Hiya, I'm a Korg. I'm a Korg. He actually plays the droid, which is which to me I loved. Oh, I fell in love. We have a machine gun style blaster, which was absolutely amazing. Amazing. You have a droid that's consistently trying to self-destruct in the <laughs> process. self-destruct. But, <laughs> but some of the cool, the cool aspects. So you have the Mandalorian. He's at a high cost. He he he's a high bid, right? Yeah. So he gets a contract from somebody who looks like they were once with the Republic, or maybe still is trying to run that underground. Um, but he has a really fancy doctor with him, and the doctor happens to be wearing sigils from the cloning facility from the Clone Wars. He's wearing the same emblem on his shirt, yep. which will be important in a minute. And the dirty-ass stormtroopers look fucking yes. sick. These look like battle-worn stormtroopers. Literally, as soon as I saw them, 
I looked at Jesus and I was like, I love how worn they look. Yeah. yeah. They don't have they don't have the headquarters in where to Yeah, they're not highly no. polished and no, they're fuck and they're on edge too. They're very on edge. Like we gotta hold this power that we don't really have. Yeah. So much underground. So he tells them the bounty and he tells them that basically all I know is location and age. So the location is this planet, the bounty is 50 years old. That's all we know. And he, in turn, gives him metal that's from the Clone Wars, the metal that they took from the Mandalorians that they make all of their armor out of. It's very Um, sacred to them. Yeah, it's very sacred. They make all their armor and weapons out of it because it's so resistant to blasters as well as lightsabers. Mm -hmm. It's like vibranium and the Wakandans. Yeah, Yeah, it's like Wakandan vibranium. So it's super strong, super powerful. So instead of actually like using it as a currency, they immediately melt it down to armor. Yeah. And put it right on. He's not an official Mandalorian, though. He has not been initiated into that tribe yet because he hasn't received a sigil, which I think we'll see him get by the end of the series, by the end of the season. He's on um, his way. But I think he'll get it from the big old Easter egg in it, which is a tiny, which looks like a baby Yoda. Because we don't know its name, we don't know its origin. Yoda has no no place holder is Baby Yoda. That's the place. You can research the past come home. The only thing you really know about Yoda is that they're extremely rare creatures of their species. They live a long time, and they're pretty much few and far between. They do have male and female, though. They do have male and female, and the only ones that have ever been seen in the series are Yoda and a female wonky-looking Yoda. Yeah, what was her name? Yettle, I think. Yetta or Yettle? Yettle. Yes. So this little Yoda that we see, which is a baby, but 50 years old baby, (laughs) um, could be the product child of them. Could you imagine taking care of a baby for 50 years? I know. I can't take care of a baby for five minutes anymore. I bet you what, though? I bet a whole lot of people wouldn't be having as many babies. <laughs> no, but I bet you a whole lot of people would take care of a baby Yoda. You see how fucking cute that thing was? I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, I want to touch it. Like, <laughs> they better it make plushes. So I want plushes. I want plush. Miniatures. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but oh. what I think is actually in the midst with baby Yoda, I think that he is a clone of Yoda, simply for the doctor, when they have the conversation about the bounty, he's very specific about not killing the bounty, about keeping the bounty alive. Yep. He's wearing sigils from the cloning facility. Ray Ray agrees. I think he thinks that this is an investment that is a clone of Yoda. We know he's going to be powerful, so we need him on our side that's a, and raise him. That's another thing that's known about Yoda's race. They are very one with the Force. Yes, yes. very Force-sensitive. Ray Ray said it's Batman, uh, Benjamin Button Yoda. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's aging backwards. I'm telling you. Do you think he cries backwards? Ooh, that's a good question. Like Gaga Goo Goo? Goo Goo Gaga Gaga Goo Goo? I don't know, Trey. I don't know these things. We're going to need ask. answers. Had ask. We're going to need answers. But the series does end with he's tasked with killing this thing, and he... So the person who initiated the bounty tasked and pretty much like just annihilated 
But he's also, the assistant to the bounty is like, no, we want him alive. So he's at this torn situation. The droid, however, tries to kill him, and he kills the droid. Yes. He's like, no, we're going we to be killing We'll see what trouble today. comes from that, because they were supposed to split the bounties. Yeah, so. they're part of a guild. Yeah. Like you don't kill a fellow. He may be outcasted from the guild as a result. Because you don't go back on he your word. He can probably never get his sigil. Yeah, that may be yeah, a, he a may consequence. Never. Or maybe he'll make his own because he's a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that's the beautiful thing that the Mandalorian so has done. It leaves you with a ton of questions, a cliffhanger that you want to watch this, and we're being fed another serving this Friday. Yeah. Like, we don't oh, that's what I was So we got to... So it's gonna be it's, every it's Friday. It's gonna be a weekly every Friday. Except and we're one, this Friday. except one week it's on Wednesday, yeah. which I think is the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, okay. yeah, that might be right. Um, but for the most part, it's so they aired it Tuesday. They'll have a new episode this Friday. Yes. They'll air every Friday after that, except one week is on a Wednesday, Good, and then it'll I'm... continue on with Fridays. But there's only eight episodes. Yeah, yeah, there's only eight episodes, and I think there's only six of Loki. So these are mini-series, but they're so rich in content. Well, mini-series would, would be that we're not getting another season. I think we will get much more Mandalorian. I hope so. If not, give us more stories in this timeline, this universe. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I don't know how much he wears these. Are these on? The biggest question I have oh, after watching that, and then you told me about this picture, <laughs> how the hell did Boba Fett get out of the Sarlacc pit? Yeah. If they I'll ever show him again, which I doubt they will, if they ever do, they they better show how he got the fuck out of it. We need to know. The world needs to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. <laughs> oh my god. Nice plug, Ray Ray. $800 Smash tournament. Uh, <laughs> I'll own you. When is it? Cosplay contest starts 1 p.m. Oh, that's right. There's a $200 cosplay contest this Saturday at Boom Gaming Lounge. Fernando, so, uh, go, go hustle that. Yeah, go hustle them shirts, man. Go get it. Disney Plus and Lust is is the the way to go, really. I want to say one more thing. Yeah. About the Mandalorian. Before yeah. we transition into more movies. I don't know if you guys remember the other episode I said I want Star Wars to die. The movies. Yeah, you were done. Yes. No, yeah. seriously. No, seriously. How do you feel? So after Trey? watching this, I was an emotional, tearing up fanboy because literally this episode has resurrected my love for Star Wars. Everything you wanted. New stories, new characters, places we've never been. The sets alone were breathtakingly awesome. Using practical effects and CG. Like, I was losing it when that one alien was getting roasted. The one that used to sit (laughs) down behind the puppet and the puppet (laughs) in the cage was like... "Ah." Yeah, no, I love practical effects, the right mix. It had comedy without trying to be funny. You can tell people that love this franchise yes. made this, this They series. love this universe, oh, yeah. definitely. Like, that's why I love Dave Filoni. He's the main director of the Clone Wars series. And then John Favreau, who can made do Iron right. Man. do no wrong. So, like, they, they're, they're pulling all this stuff. Like, here we got a cool character. He's got a bunch of cool tech. Let's run with it. I think I I pray that we get much more Mandalorian. I hope yes. we don't just get a one season. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know all about the lore, their history, everything. It's such an you interesting race You could run with this for several years. Yeah, you could have happy. several years. Of I'm glad that the, the the Skywalker story is dead. I I thank you for giving enough tidbits yeah. for those super fans who happen to notice the background. I That's all you needed yeah. to do. I hope we get one lightsaber encounter. Yeah. Yes. Which with I a Jedi, will. but not like... Or just someone with a lightsaber. What if, like, tiny... What, what if, like, tiny... I don't know how to use this. Just like Finn. <laughs> what about the tiny baby Yoda hands? Like, <laughs> <"Wing!" laughs> 
Watch him use the force at some point. I know he's like, what if he just like lifts him up and like plays with him? Like, what would like a tiny uh, childish Yoda uh, be oh, like? Oh yeah, play with a baby rattle. Well, no, just let the Mandalorian like. Oh yes. That would be cute as hell. That would be adorable. But 100% recommend. Go watch. Yes, go watch the Mandalorian. It is worth. I would say this. It is worth the entire price of Disney. If you didn't like the prequels, if you didn't like these new films, forget yeah. all those. Watch this one. Yeah, you yes. could just start with just this one. It is its own. It's its, its own, own beast. Yeah. Yes. Now we have some casting news. Trey, it seems you were incorrect in your I'm suggestion not, of I'm Alfred. Not, I'm not incorrect. The director just came out and confirmed who our Alfred is going to He's be. He's playing you. <laughs> Jonah did not do all of that research for nothing. He did not spend months with an orphan billionaire in London to not prepare himself for playing Alfred Pennyworth. Did he really do that? No. no I was like, that's some diehard shit right there. Andy Circus is your new Alfred Pennyworth. He's he will be Sparkly Bats Butler in, I guess, in, in, in crime? Butler in crime? For lack of a better term, but yeah, Andy Circus is going. It's been confirmed by the director to be your new Alfred. I'm curious what kind of Alfred he's going to be. He's going to be more like old school Alfred from the Schumacher films, just oh sweet Alfred, oh, or he's going to be like you know emotional like, driven Michael Caine Alfred. I'll you. Alfred. <laughs> no, I'll you. No, or is he going to be like Jeremy? I'm like oh yes, we go out this. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be the Pennyworth? Yeah. Like I'm a fucking badass. I'll fuck you up too, Bruce. He served with uh, Thomas Wayne and and. Uh, in the army. Yeah. Well, we He's would know what kind of one exactly. it was if we knew what timeline we were getting. It's true. We don't even true. know that. We don't even I do know, think that. That we know that, that's a 25 I do think Robert right. Patterson will be the blue and gray suit, though. I think he's going to be a great Bruce Wayne. That, yeah, I think he's going to be. He's money. He's money. I'm about that, that though. I, 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 that's the suit I think they're going to put on him is the blue and gray. I like, like the blue and gray would be cool because it's different. Because it will, I don't think it will be black and gray. We've had. Give us the gray and blue. But in a tactical, deployed way, and we will eat it. I want, I want the blue and gray, but I also want the black and red. I want that name yeah. blonde. <laughs> we all do. You gotta wait for that. <laughs> you gotta get an old bats first, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton. Yeah, one of you. Keaton, please. Next. I don't know anything about so, that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we do have. Gollum uh, is going to be. We have proof that fans can make a difference. Oh, God. To uh, prove that internet bullies can actually do something. Oh Positive. Uh, you changed yeah. Sonic. Yes. Congratulations to Great the internet. all about it. Okay. First off. <laughs> First off. Yes, he looks more like traditional Sonic. Yes. yes. I'm one of those weird 2-3% people that are like, keep the fucking design and come out with the fucking movie. Because the minute you give the people yeah. the power, they become drunk with power, which is happening now. They're now demanding that big cat be added to the movie. I'm like, Shut the fuck up! I am dying to see Jim Carrey's performance. I don't care. I don't fucking care what the Sonic looks like. Once he sounds like him, acts like him, does Sonic things, that's cool with me. But the redesign, yes. But the redesign has got everyone really hyped up on it, and they're yeah. loving it, which is great. That's why they did it. They did it for the fans. At the same time, check yourself. Slow down. <laughs> it's like you're coming too drunk with power. Let's let's love this thing, and then hopefully they'll make another one, and there will be Big Cat in the next one. There'll be Tails, Knuckles. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we need to start that Super Smash Brothers movie. That's yeah, movie. yeah, Super Smash Bros. Yes, universe. Please. No, um, I I don't agree with Trey in that 
like it's a slippery slope. The fans, did, it was a shitty design. And when you deliver a shitty product, I feel the fans now have, the internet has given them a voice and they cried in outrage. They went back and they delayed the film and they did it right. It looks As good someone, now. Now I think they're going to get the support of the fans. I don't think I could have cringed myself through the Yeah, I couldn't have done the hundred fucking, like, he shouldn't have human teeth. He had a whole fucking set. It was a little scary. It was weird. His mouth, his head was disproportionate to... It's why awkward you, as when why you, you take Kevin Durant arms? Like, yeah. Like, Woo, what's going on over there? They were going for the realistic approach. Yeah, but it, they didn't even pull it off. Like, you could do that Pikachu would for the realistic approach, but he kept the essence. Even when they did what it, Woody the Woodpecker, he still looked like Woody the Woodpecker. Yeah. Garfield, they still made him look cartoonish. That's what all, if they made, like, Pikachu really long or actually look like a freaking rat? Yeah. They, there were designs of that. That's But like, it, they didn't go with it because it would have failed. <laughs> This is what frustrates me because of mm-hmm. working on productions, going through months, sometimes yes. years of pre-production, you yes. finally get it the way you and everyone can agree on, and then you go film for months, up to a year, sometimes years, yeah. and then you spend over a year in the post-production, and yes. you're finally getting it to come out, and you put out a teaser, and they actually go, I fucking hate it, this is disgusting, <laughs> fuck you guys, you pay- Get, get those teeth out of here! It's like, I'm sorry, we were trying to go a realistic approach, so I didn't like it. And you fucking sucked. Yeah. Fix it. So, fix that shit. All I can say is, I just hope this doesn't become a trend. I agree. Like, if I anything, it's one thing if it comes out, you didn't like it, Yeah. re-release it with the new design. Yeah. But that's you just heard it here first, Trey is all for re-releases and reimaginings. I'm against internet so. bullies getting their way. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. No, no, no. That's what you just said. You just said. I hate, you just said. I hate, I hate, it. So remakes are Trey's favorite. Reboots are his thing. You heard it here first. Trey is pro-reboot, wrong pro-remake. Wrong fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake news. Fake, fake news. I didn't think it was... I thought that Trey... I am much more hyped for the movie... Not just because of the rework of the way they made Look Sonic, because mm-hmm. we got a lot of Jim Carrey in the trailer, mm-hmm. which we never got in the teaser, and we I think that got people excited. So yeah. even if even if they had launched the teaser yes. with the ugly one, but had Jim Carrey in it, I think people would have been less upset because yeah. you would have still had some kind of nostalgia in it. But because you just like didn't show any of that, we sh- we showed this like stringy. Sonic, and everybody's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> all I'm saying is, with that, is just respect the craft. That's all I'm yes. trying to say. Go people out and support spend it hours. You people spend, spend weeks slamming yeah. their heads against the desk. Going, How do I make Sonic look real? How do I do it? He's not real. Do I make him look like a head, blue hedgehog? What so, do I do? So and then it's just going to troll the shit out of you? It's like, yeah, you don't realize all, how that affects All the things you have to do is drive them crazy. support the change you wanted. You got the change you wanted. Now the ball's in your court again. Fans, you have to support All the, the change you wanted. Because the yeah, animators yeah. did a year's worth of work in like three or four months. Don't support this character. the fuck out of this. Don't yeah, me. support the shit out of this. Watch it twice. Uh, Brittany, Netflix is looking at Disney Plus and saying, you know what? We got a little bit of move of our own. They didn't just look at Disney Plus. The day after Disney Plus is released, they announced that they are coming to a a conjoint agreement with Nickelodeon. So you are going to get your Nickelodeon universe on Netflix, as well as they are going to develop original content together. Um, so you're going to get new original stuff that <gasps> is 
that's with Nickelodeon in Netflix com- with Netflix budget. Yeah. Um, you're. They said that they're going to try to release all those series that you like from Nickelodeon, all the older ones, yeah. all those movies. Rocco. That way, if so you want to see your Nickelodeon jam, <laughs> you got to go to Netflix to get it. So yeah. as Disney pulled all their stuff on, if you had, Island? that was already happening before they announced this. Because yeah. I don't know if you Netflix as much as I do, but I had already Things noticed that cool. hella Shit was amount, missing. No, well, I noticed it was a hella <laughs> There was a lot of Nickelodeon on there. I'm like, what yeah. is all this Nickelodeon coming from? And yeah. that's what it is. And then they announced, you know, right after. They literally waited. There was, that shit was already on Netflix. And they waited until the day after Disney Plus to announce it. <laughs> but, but that's still not going to top Disney Plus. Like, But that's a great announcement. I appreciate your efforts. <laughs> Fernando says they were shook it. They yes, were. they probably yeah. were. The, the, the amount of success Disney Plus achieved. Let's just think about how many nuts. people probably actually watched Netflix on the release day of Disney Plus. Probably. Yeah, it was not very, much. very low numbers. They definitely saw a tank. Some people may have canceled their membership and jumped ship. So I think, I think estimated, if you count the free memberships, like the free seven day trial of Netflix, mm-hmm. I think there's like 150 million subscribers. Shit. Right. And you had 10 million of them dip out and went to Disney Plus that day. Day one. That's just day one. We're not even counting <laughs> everybody that joined today. Yeah. You know, as well, because I know a lot of people joined today after they kind of let the bugs run through the system and yeah. they did the next. Because your servers don't crash but the because that, too few people watch. But the people that all joined Disney Plus this year, I still have my Netflix. Account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Just, but you weren't watching it, is what we're right. saying. That, that day, yeah. your, your traffic and your views. Your traffic, the only time I'm really going to Netflix <laughs> is when new episodes come out, like Stranger Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not true. I get on there a lot for documentaries. I'm excited for all the documentaries that are on Disney Plus, like um, the Imagineering story. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to watch those. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Imagineering. Yes, yes, he was. He was forced to get Disney Plus. But! So was I! He did, while all of my friends were gloriously watching Disney Plus and I was at home doing laundry and things like that. Oh. He made me go all day without Disney Plus until he got home because he knew I would watch the Mandalorian <laughs> without him. So he did not sign up for it until he came home from work and then he's Smart like, now man. let's go watch the Mandalorian. Belinda straight up made me get it before the release. She was like, I better have this tomorrow when it starts. <laughs> like, she she wanted me to She's like, I want my fucking Peter Pan! So I, 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 I mean, I haven't even opened Netflix in the last 48 hours since the release. Same. Well, since we got it. Same, because I, I still have to go through the Gargoyles and I got X-Men and uh, I have the Spider-Man. I was watching. Oh, and I have the new series that I've never seen, Clone Wars or any of the I plan on watching. Now they're all there. Like, I've watched I some of the Clone Wars, but I've never actually got to complete it, so that yeah. is one on yeah, my yeah, list. Guys, there's so much backstory that you don't get between the films. Yeah. Good. Good. I want more because after the Mandalorian, I want everything. I want everything I can. Yeah, do. If you love the Mandalorian culture, or whatever, watch Clone Wars because you get a lot of Mandalorians. Fuck yeah! One of the coolest things in there is the Death Watch. Yeah. My brother's been trying to convince me to do a cosplay from Ooh, that yeah. show forever. He wants me to do it with Akita. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, you need to do her so bad, and she's like the one. I don't, I don't know what her race is, and I don't want to say the wrong thing, but she has like the antenna. Oh, Twi'leks. The the two yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Twi'leks. The tentacle Twi'leks. Twi'leks. Trey knows. Trey will defeat that game. I know. I know lots of <laughs> different parts. The Star Wars universe is so big. Yes. I know different parts, but not all of it. 
Yeah, I know the Marvel Universe way more than I know the Star Wars Universe, but I'm a fan of all the films. I've seen all the films. Uh, save Rogue One. I haven't seen that one. As soon as I was done watching Mandalorian, mm-hmm. I wanted to watch Rogue One. Because that's the vibe I got. Yeah, yeah but that's what I heard a lot of people say, and I, I'm going to have to watch Rogue One, because I Mandalorian just no, shook it down like... Go watch Watchmen as well. Yes. Uh, oh, can we, can we plug in HBO real quick? Yeah. yeah. HBO's still putting out good content. I know we haven't been talking a lot about it lately because not everyone agrees that Watchmen's worth watching. And they're bringing more. They're, they're HBO Max has the DC yes. deal, so they're bringing the Green Lantern universe Which to I can't live action. So. But Watchmen is really starting to take off. Me and Brittany were talking about it. It's like the first two episodes are kind of a slow burn, mm-hmm. but when you get to that third episode, holy shit, you're not disappointed. And then another great series that just started, His Dark Materials. Mm. Go watch it. I mean, Linda, we gotta watch this. When I watched the movie that first started this, The, the Golden Compass, that came out, what was mm. it, like 2008? I saw that. I haven't watched it yet. It, it was good when it came up. It was, I think it was a little ahead of its time. And this, this book series is so rich, compact, and so much story to tell, you can't put it all in one movie, which yeah. is why it's a beautiful thing that they're putting this into the series. I mean, you got James McAvoy. Hanging out with Logan's daughter. It's like you got Professor X oh, and Little, Little X23 just hanging out with each oh, other. Oh, that's so badass. Young Professor X. The effects so, are amazing. Go watch it. So it's HBO is really still good. in the fight and they're doing deals to be more in the fight. If Netflix so. does more series like Stranger Things and even uh, Raisin, what was it? Raisin Beyond? Raisin yeah. Beyond? Oh. You watched it finally. Netflix, you will it be was fine. outstanding. You will be fine, Netflix. You, yeah, they create really good original content. Yes, they do. They're like, the Black Mirrors is another great series yeah. of theirs. Yeah. If you haven't watched that, that's a really good series. Disney Plus Umbrella Academy. Umbrella yeah. Academy, which should be getting a trailer soon. Disney Plus is great, but Netflix is still the juggernaut and the one to beat. Yes. Um, so I think once Disney starts coming out with more of its original yeah, content, yeah, once they got the Marvel and Star Wars series, you need to step it up. So, so you're gonna get a week of like nostalgia <laughs> watchers. Yeah. And once you kind of binge through all your favorites, you're gonna be waiting for now what? Yeah. And, and it, they need to start packing in those new series and start packing them in fast. I'll tell you what I'm waiting for. But they are doing it as a week to week basis. You're not gonna get a full binge yes. out of a show. I'm waiting for Amazon to come out with The Boys season two. Fuck yeah. And probably next and summer. Next June. Yeah. It's the Lord of the Rings exclusive series. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm waiting for. Disney Plus is great. Yeah. Mandalorian. Take me back. I want to be in the second age like yesterday. Woo! That would get me hyped. I would watch that immediately. That was, yeah. If I had to pick one, it's like it would come down to yeah. rings. I keep enough. laughing at these posts that are like, you know, we're trying to get rid of cable companies and all we're doing because it's like, you know, Netflix subscription, Disney NBC, Plus, CBS, Stars. HBO, yeah. But the thing of it is, is you don't the have to average person, most of us have Hulu, Prime, in Netflix. And Prime is for your and shipping. And now we just added for your TV. So, Prime is for your shipping. They just throw in the TV. So you would have bought that regardless. But yeah, I agree with Brittany. You got two or three of them that you actually use and consume. Because the rest of them, I, I'm not I'm not going to pay for an HBO subscription. I'm especially not pay for after what they did to Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't trust you. I refuse. I'm not going to pay for a Stars subscription. Nope. I'm definitely not going to pay for a CBS, nope. an ABC. Nope. I don't know why they're trying to make their stuff so exclusive. Yeah, CBS, ridiculous. NBC is stupid. Nope. Nobody watches your I'll tell you why. I'm not watching the show. Cable much. companies are shitting the bed right now. They oh, are. Yeah. They're freaking <laughs> out. Yeah. They're gone. So all the people that are pumping out the content are like, I don't know. 
know if I want to put that on television. I did read a lot of negative comments about the Disney Plus where people were upset that a lot of the content that they were watching on Netflix was pulled because it was going to Disney Plus. Yep. And I'm like, you know. That's the nature of the beast. And they're like, well, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you have to think. At one point, like about a year ago, Netflix wanted Disney to purchase them. Yes. They wanted to be bought out and just be done with it. And yeah. Disney was like, mm, you're not worth that much. What? We'll make our smart own. Let's cut out the middleman. Smart move. That's just such a smart move. And Netflix should have probably cashed in its chips sooner. But Disney developed the infrastructure, had the ability and the original ideas. You waited too long. Do you know how much Netflix spends <clears throat> a year per person that is subscribed? No, you have that number? I do, actually. Out of 150 million subscribers that it has, on average, Netflix spends on creating original content and things like that $580 per membership a year. So, basically, so you are, our memberships don't cover the cost. Yeah, our memberships aren't covering the cost for yeah. the content that they're putting out. Yes. Which is why they are freaking out. But the problem yeah. is... And that's why they keep raising their prices yes. because they need that extra bit to kind of create that cushion. But they yeah. understand that people aren't going to watch if they don't have original content to watch. Exactly. Their business model is dependent right now. I promise on you, you keep growth. making Dark Crystal series, I'll be there. Keep making <laughs> the Hawkins, I'll be there. Yeah, right? Belinda said she still has a series. She's not getting rid of Netflix because she still has a series she loves. Joshua says the end of the fucking world is a must. And Belinda said Disney Plus will not release gore or R-rated content. It'll be put on Hulu. That's right. It'll be put on Hulu. That's another thing. Disney also gets to bring Hulu and ESPN Plus. So So that'll make them more competitive. They weren't super descriptive either with how that membership was going to run. They would release no information. So for those of you who are interested in Disney Plus and want to do the bundle but don't know how that works, if you already have a Hulu membership, what happens is, is you sign up through Disney Plus. And they're going to charge you their, what, $12 for the bundle, bundle, right? Yes. And you're still going to pay your $5.99 Hulu membership, right? But whenever those charges happen, Disney is at the same time reimbursing you $5.99. So they're going to charge you $12.99 and reimburse you $5.99 to cover the cost of your Hulu membership until everything balances out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They'll figure it out. They'll get it cleaned up and they'll make it. I wish that they would have done more coordination with Hulu and you could have just been able to upgrade your membership. Yeah. Because they have those features for certain channels. Well, they they just recently became majority owner, so I don't think the time allowed them to do that in the time. Well, and they didn't release until until two days prior to Disney Plus's release that you were going to be able to get that on the Fire Stick. Yeah. Because there was an app that was not going to be on your Fire Stick. They did not close that deal until two days before the release, which I was super stoked about. I was too, because if not, Belinda doesn't watch Disney Plus. Like, if she had to plug in the Roku for fucking get it, she'd be like, never mind. I'm good. Well, you had to have, I mean, there were so many different devices, but that's the most convenient. I went from my, uh, my iPhone onto the Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, you can stream it through your device. You can even a lot of smart TVs that have the apps Xboxes, on it. You can get your gaming, it through consoles. That, your gaming consoles. It was just simply the Fire Stick was the only one, yeah. and that's because mm-hmm. you know one wants commercials, the other one doesn't, and they needed to come. And Verizon customers got a free year of Disney Plus. Good on free you guys. Year. Lucky it's body you. service. <laughs> Good on you, Verizon. So our last topic is. 
Um, something that you're going to see come into your Instagram profiles very soon. Instagram is doing away with likes <laughs> on pictures and pages. Do. Thank you. Agreed. I think I haven't seen a lot of people freak out about it like many people said they would. I know in the past they did it and people freaked. They were like, how am I going to make my money? Da, 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 da. But now, oh, oh, okay. What did you say? Audio. Audio. Sorry, guys. The audio went to poo-poo when I went to this Netflix one. Uh, when I went to the Instagram likes one, and I don't know why, so we're going to stay... There we go. All right. Sorry, guys. It went to... The audio goes to... No, wait. No. There it goes. There it is. All right. There we go. All right. So, that now we fix the audio issue. I'm going to leave this Nick and Netflix graphic up uh, because Instagram... Uh, but we're talking about Instagram likes because for some reason the next tab over the mic goes to poo-poo and you don't hear anything. So Instagram likes. They're going to be doing away with Instagram likes. Uh, we don't have a problem with it. I actually don't know a lot of people who do. And so they're not, not, they're not technically gone completely. No, they're experimenting, but it will eventually take likes no, off all. I hope so. All no, what I mean is. Even so, say you have like there's Instagram like profiles and then there's yes. Instagram like business pages. So yes. those pages with the business pages, your likes won't be displayed, but yes. you can still go into your analysis. Yeah, your analytics are still going to have data. I love this tweet. Someone puts like Instagram. You're not going to stop my egotisticism. I'm gonna I'm gonna post how many likes I got still in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop. Me. I'm at 37 likes so far, <laughs> and there's going to be people like that, but. I, I I do think this is going to serve a lot of people's mental health and the stress, and it's going to help creativity. And Instagram released a statement saying we will do something that's financially bad for the business if it's mentally beneficial to the consumer. I wish they would spend this much amount of time removing likes from Instagram and put the same effort as in to remove your fucking algorithm. No. The algorithm's needed, and it's No, great. the algorithm isn't needed. Yes, it it is. purposely flags down people who don't receive all those fucking likes, and it's hard to no, make any growth because only pages yeah. that are growing are the ones that are already big. They yeah. need to rethink. That's they, need to re- they need to come to the a reason, different solution. The reason that works Be is because natural. it only gives... No, you can't do organic because it's not a good business model because they're trying to sell Look ads. Look at TikTok. They're trying to sell ads. TikTok is in its infancy. See, and that's Once a problem. you get to the point where you try to monetize and make a business out of it, you have to. It's a sales... But that's what I'm saying. Why are we spending all this time removing likes and you're keeping it as a sales atmosphere, but you're removing people who can't do any promotional items because they've done that as well. So you can't use this discount code. You can't do that on Instagram anymore. Mm -hmm. Now we're taking away your likes, but you're still going to use our fucking algorithm and we're still going to profit. That's not a business. That's a fucking sham. That's not a sham because it's a free app. You're not paying to use Instagram. Which is why I don't post on Instagram really anymore because I I don't post on Instagram a lot. Not because I love the algorithm. I love the ads. I I post on Instagram because I'm sorry. The boomers have taken over Facebook. Yeah. And and they will take over Instagram too. And oh, they've made their way. They've made their way. They're moving in. It's what happens. Social media start. They have great organic reach, and then they have to be monetized. Kids, they have to make it a business. So the popular pages that got in early float to the top, and it gets really hard to penetrate and get known. It happened with YouTube. Happened with Twitch. That's just the nature of social media. It's not the algorithm. It's always going to be that way. 
However, I do want to credit them for adjusting their algorithm. You know that underage kids can't see diet products and can't see cosmetic surgery ads and can't see any of that. It took some advocacy and, um, shit, I forgot her name. She was an advocate um, and she went to Instagram. She developed the following when she posted a My Weight campaign and her weight was her success, the amount of her net worth, the businesses she, she grew, the social uh, justice causes that she backed. So that was her weight. Because when she went to Instagram, Instagram search, all it showed was like the Kardashians and these other models with their weights. Well, they do that. They, I mean, whatever you search or whatever your hashtags you look under, yeah. that's what's in your discovery bar. Right. I yes. want to see shit I haven't seen. Don't show me shit I already look at. I'll I'll search for that shit. Yeah, but the algorithm is going to tell you who you are. No, the it algorithm is going to tell me what a computer thinks I am. I never, I don't even know who I am half the time. How the fuck does a computer know? Your search is going to expose My you. My search is all over the place. Uh, put, pull up your shirt. I'm like hit and miss with the algorithm, but I'm very excited for them dropping likes. Just because how, how invested journals, people get into it. crystals. Makeup. This is oh, all that's shit. Not Brittany. But this is all cosplay. This is all shit I look up, yeah. right? But that's, that's not that's all you. shit I look up all the time. No, no, no. But it's just like a montage of the things you the look up. The last things I looked up was Kins Five News. I looked up a cosplayer. I looked up a girl who murdered somebody. I looked up makeup. <laughs> I looked up Castle what? Rock. I looked up Entertainment <laughs> Live. Like I looked that's up Pool of Journal. So like my shit is everywhere. Exactly. So don't try to create for me when I don't even know where I'm going today. <laughs> and and it does. They and gotta work on the algorithm. It's it's a great algorithm, guys. And it's I gonna continue I don't to improve. I don't think it's a great algorithm. I think it needs a lot more work. I do too. It's not perfect, which is why they're they're trying stuff out. It's hopefully great. they try working on the algorithm as well. I'm just happy we're dropping likes because people are getting way too worked yeah. up how many fucking likes they well, they're have. deleting it their doesn't posts. matter. They're deleting they their posts and then put it repost to see how much likes That's it gets later. Ridiculous. But the reason I say the algorithm works, it works for what's its intended purpose. Because the businesses the businesses that I use Instagram with mm-hmm. are fucking crushing. I'm paying nine cents to get people to see my ads. Nine fucking cents for people in my targeted area in my targeted income range in my demographic gender to see my 15 second ad i'm paying nine fucking cents for so, them to see that the brings up another point people are using instagram for different things some people use it for business some people use it no no, no but that's friends. the purpose of instagram it's it they want the, the front face free everybody socialized is one service but how they monetize and how they make money well, has not changed they're facebook owned by owns facebook it. yeah facebook owns it and it right. would have been the same thing on twitter there's ads on twitter there's ads on snapchat that's just how you make your money that's how you allow it to be frank otherwise like you have to pay fed information i i actually don't get on facebook mm-hmm. very much if you can check the messenger how often i check yeah. it it's because I personally am slowly not getting on Facebook because I feel like I'm force-fed a video every time I try to watch something. Yeah. I'm force-fed advertisements. If you count every three things uh-huh. you look is an advertisement. Yeah. That's too fucking much. Yeah. That's, too fucking much. That's how the platform Also too involved. fucking much. I'm tired of people comparing me to other pages that's like, well, you don't have this many followers. You don't have this many yeah. likes. That doesn't. I think that should, if you're gonna hide likes, I think you should hide follower accounts. Well, the reason Instagram Please. is doing this is to increase creativity, so people can just post shit they want to talk about. Because like the point like, I was trying to make, it's not gonna matter when the follower account still sits there. Because mm-hmm. the point I was trying to make was, 
people, a lot of people use this as a business to promote themselves. <clears throat> Personally, I'm using Instagram as a portfolio. It's like, yeah. these are the edits, these are the cosplays I've done. Check it out. Yeah. It's online. Check it out. Drop yeah. a comment. Tell me what you think. But then it's like, oh, this, this, this post didn't do well. I'm going to go delete it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you worked on that. And because you don't, it's insecure. Yeah, it, it, it is insecurity. And hopefully the likes help address that and people start getting creative again and just doing stuff because they want to put it out there and they want to experiment and not worry about the likes. Um, there are still going to be people like Brittany said who are going to go into the analytics and check the likes. Oh, no, it didn't do well. And we'll still do that. Well, I mean, I used there's to do so, so much so you can do. That's why I get angry yeah. because I see what's happening and I'm like, come on. So I know not everybody probably notices every three posts you're seeing an ad that yes, you do. Yes. Every two videos you watch, you're seeing a video. Yep. Even if you try to fast forward, they're still mm -hmm. going to force you into a video. Yep, yeah. You know, like, I see those things. The only social media network I even find remotely fun, which gives you one ad when you first log in, is TikTok. Yep. It has the most organic reach. Uh, it has sponsored and, ads every 15 to 20 videos. Yes, but you can skip right past it. Yep. You're not forced into watching yes, it. Yep, like, yes. Give me the but option. That's the way it was on Facebook and, and Instagram. And it's random shit too. Like it's yeah. Facebook. I mean, we all know. Like we feel like somebody's listening to us with the shit that pops up on our free yes. Facebook. Yes, absolutely. And how'd you know I was talking about posters? And it how'd is. you know? It is. I'm sorry. And some of the stuff you're like, I didn't even say that. I thought it. And the ad comes up for shit you were thinking about. That's the algorithm, kids. It's that good. You are that predictable. Humans are predictable. Get over it. Mm -hmm. We're predictable creatures. The algorithm is not reading your mind. He just knows what you like. And, and we're using these platforms, so these people that are on these platforms, yeah. are going to sell our information to. They're using it to sell, sell it to me so I can sell Fernando, you birthday we're not parties. even talking about that. What are we talking about? I refuse about? to talk about that. Six type of cosplayers? I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I yeah. think the male one is stupid. I think it was funny. I think the most stupid. I thought it was funny as shit. Fuck boy, don't be mad. Yeah, why don't you fess up and just admit that you made the female one and we'll call I, it? I don't think you made the female. I one. definitely think, and I can tell you why. Like the box matched. Let's just let's just take a notice to like talk about this and how yeah. I know it's Fernando that made it because a the cosplayers that are in the picture yeah are the ones that They're are well known, positive yeah hold on stay with me here the positive notes of that mean are ladies of color that I've actually seen him share in his story. And all the negative are all the ones I've heard him talk shit about. So I, and they're all white women, mind you. So I can tell Fernanda made it. I think it's, I think it's honky. I think it makes your argument invalid. Mm -hmm. I think you should have been a little bit different with the cosplayers that you chose. The reason I don't think you made it is because And I think cosplayers are everybody, cosplayers. so it shouldn't yeah. fucking matter if it's a thought cosplayer, if it's yeah. a half-naked cosplayer. Well, I respect whatever cosplay you decide to do. Agreed, yes. but the reason I don't think you made it is because I saw that post shared somewhere else. I saw it shared by someone else. Try to Google that shit. I, I looked on I looked on Instagram. I looked uh, on Google Facebook. Image search. I looked Twitter. I looked on Google. That picture doesn't well, exist. I don't post. I don't know. Maybe it's my wishful, optimistic thinking. I just hope it wasn't him. Because if you were so miffed by the first one that you had to go and replicate, because even if it wasn't him, it was somebody who felt so slighted that they made something bad about male cosplayers that you went and found these females. I don't think it was being slighted. I think it was just stirring the pot. 
Yeah, I think I think they felt slighted. I think that's the reason you make. I think the male cosplayer was just as dumb because I don't think male cosplayers get enough credit in the cosplay community for the outstanding cosplays that I can understand why that would upset them. Yes, some women all have to have to do is show an ass and they get tons of likes and followers, and men have to do ten times the work to get the recognition. I hundred percent. You can flash a six pack and get a shit ton of followers. You can, but. I think I see. I think that male cosplayers are sometimes better than females, just outright better than female cosplayers. They do have so to. So I think the meme is funny because I think it's taking away from all cosplayers in general. Yeah. Cosplay is supposed to be for everyone, no matter shape, size, or skill level. Thank you. Yeah. And I will continue to preach that as long as I can. Yeah. I don't care if she's a half naked thought or an armor builder or she bought it. I don't Many care. Still I respect the fact on it. that you're getting out of your house and you're going out into the community, socializing with people and having a good time yeah. in costume. That's, That's what it. it was about. And I'm staying consistent, P.S. Yeah. I, I don't care for either. Yeah. So. I'm not. I care for the male one, don't care for the female one. I don't care. Because I think it was. I, think I it was love people slighted. that want to dress up as a character they Me love. Me too. How about that? Yeah. Any form, whether it's sexy or not, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. They're having fun. You do. And you. the minute yeah. you post stuff like that, you're you literally like you're making my community toxic. You're just putting a shadow <laughs> over it. Like you're making my it boy, negative. My boy Don said everything is for everyone except tampons. <laughs> so yeah, on that note. Well, and on Instagram likes, hopefully it leads to positivity. Cosplay is for everyone. Yes. If you're dressing up as a character you like, I put that hashtag in every single fucking post I do. Cosplay is for everyone. I put cosplay. Or if I want to be, and you know who made me feel confident about that, and who made me just open my eyes to all the cosplays I can do? Two individuals, Night Mage. Yes. Because he's glorious at everything. No matter the size of the character, he still pulls it off. Like. Cyclops is a thin, tall, lanky dude, but Night Mage is my fucking Cyclops because he's so good. He pulled off Tim Curry's character from Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing he can't do. Nothing. And the second one is sitting right there. That man right there, every time he does a cosplay, is so fucking spot on that I just, I'm like, I I could be Solomon Grundy too then. You know, I, I, Trey's a big dude and he fucking pulls it off and it looks great. And you can't walk five fucking steps without them asking for Barf or Ralph. Like he just it doesn't crushes matter it. what you're cosplaying. It's just about how much you own that shit. Yeah. Own and having fun. Own it. And having fun, having fun because that's Are you the making point. people smile? Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. If that's not, if you're doing it for money and fame and likes yeah. and followers. Doing it for the wrong reasons. Get out of my community. Yeah. <laughs> Please. No, do you. Do you if that's yeah, why that's, you're doing that's it. The thing, but... but understand that you're, yeah. you know, it's people toxic. are going to be upset. Yeah, it's going to create toxic atmosphere. And it's it makes people, make people feel negative, shitty. And it makes people less confident in what they're doing because they feel like they can't compete because they all of a sudden are in a competition they didn't realize they were in. Exactly. It's not a competition. Do you, Boo Boo? Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, watching. Um, uh, we, we're going to have a secret topic, and that's why they're putting we the are. back on. So download the audio version of this podcast to get the secret topic. Um, but for now, live version, bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in, and see you next week. All I had is the topic. You look All like I had was the topic. <laughs> you look like Lord. <laughs> you went over my helmet? <laughs>
over my helmet and right, kind of like make it go forward too. The audio version of the podcast is happening right now. So we have two secret topics of the day. Deuce. Would you like to share your experience? I will. I will share my secret topic of the day first. Go for it. Da, 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 da. Uh, as you all know, Miss Gigi is not here today, but Jeez. me and Miss Gigi had the pleasure of filming a commercial this week um, for Ken's Five News. So you will get to see us on TV advertising for Toys for Tots. Ooh. And, the commercial will be really cool. You'll see me and Gigi in our normal street clothes, and we'll go and we'll donate, and then all of a sudden we'll transform ourselves into a magical donating elf. Um, so it was really cool. It was my first acting experience, and what I learned is I'm awkward as fuck. And I'm <laughs> awkward, uh, trying you good? to you act, good? you good? You good? Trying to act in front of people because you good like. I saw Gigi's performance and I was like, bro, I totally underplayed this. Like, I was terrible. Like, I was just like, here you go. Kick goodbye. And then Gigi's like jumping. Like, they at the end, they were like, why don't you skip out? And I'm like, y'all want me to skip? Okay. Okay. Like, I'm like, I'm going to skip away in my little elf costume, you know. And then I see Gigi and she sends me her photo and she looks so stinking cute. And she's like, literally, like, both legs in the air, just jumping for joy. And I'm like, she was dang, I totally cool. undersold this. Like, I didn't. It didn't feel like I get a lot, but I'm one of those people. I need a whole lot of direction. Yeah, you gotta lay this the, shit out for me. She's the female buddy of the elf. Yeah, she, she totally looks like it. Out. She's just a ball of energy. And it was freezing balls outside. Oh, I bet. And I have to like take off my big winter coat to put this elf thing on, and then we're like, <laughs> and then we have to stand there and wait because mind you, we're like by the front doors of the Super Target. Yeah. Um, downtown by was that by Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. off of okay. 410. Um the newly remodeled target oh, and so there's yeah. lots of people going in and out of the door and they don't want the people in the background so we have to stand and wait uh, in between oh, takes for to cross <laughs> and then it was like one time i went and i did the take and they're like that's great and then they're like dang it and it was like one of the assistants that was helping with it like had popped his little head like around the corner to see if the take was done and it, he was like right in the shot like like just a random little head that just like popped out of the wall and we're like damn it we gotta do it again like, oh my god, I'm so tired of this. It's so, but we also, um, me, Gigi, um, somebody that I worked with before, um, with Gigi at a couple different events, and um, Carlos actually was another Carlos. person a part of the commercial that with us. Carlos, we should see that commercial in the next few days. Um, because it is due, I think, in the next like 24 hours to nice. Ken So that is cool. I have never, like I said, I've never done film like, like I've done like cosplay videos, but not actually something that's going to be broadcasted. And I'm going to have to see over and over again and see how fucking awkward I was over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so her awkwardness will be. I'm, I'm excited because it was a, it was an opportunity I wouldn't have been able to be a part of. Um, without Gigi because she literally was the one who found the people for the commercial. So yeah. she came right to me and she's like, do you want to act today? And I was like, um, do you need me? Yeah. Okay. I'm there. Brittany. I, I act every day. <laughs> Edgelord. And I'm just like, but I did feel like that you good moment. Cause I was like, okay, yeah. I, I put it in there and I kind of looked at the director like, like that. Insane. You good? You good? You good? You good enough got, elf? You got your elf? Got your elf? You all elfed out? You good enough donating elf? I'm leaving. Okay, we do it again. And I might be, once I was done, I was out because 
Mr. or Mrs. Claus, their filming took forever. And then yeah, they did it with um Divas. Bill something that's like like funding all of this or whatever. Yeah. Um he's doing like the whole toy drive or whatever. He, they did all of his filming. And so we were the last, and I'm like, homie, if we started at like twelve, it's fucking two o'clock and we haven't done shit. And I gotta get home. Oh, like yeah. I gotta go pick up my kids, so can we move this shit along and This house got shit to do. This house got other places to be, other toys to donate. Okay. <laughs> Are we done? Did but, we Christmas? Right. Did we Christmas? We good? I know, right? But thank you to Gigi because I was very appreciative because I wouldn't have been given. She's got. I've got to do so many cool things because of her. You gotta put so. yourself out there and do something new, do something different. It was very much out of my comfort really? zone, but I'm I'm kind of excited to see it. I hope yeah. I don't look too stupid, but I'll love it either way. So. This will not be your last time in front of a camera. I, will tell I you hope that. not. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't really care either way. I I mean, I, it was just fun doing that with that's, her. That's awesome. So that was topic number one. Numero. What's topic number two? Okay. You want me to run with it? Yeah, run with it because I'm okay. halfway So, it. Um, we've been trying some new stuff lately on the podcast. We just started doing the secret segment. You know, we've been trying to do stuff like the intro again. Um, we want to try some new things and we want your feedback. Yes, you listening right now, I want you to stop what you're doing after this and go drop a comment, shoot some message. We will be making a post saying... Give, Give us some feedback. feedback. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to hear it. Honest, brutal, critical feedback. You Everything. fucking suck. Alamo's amazing. Exactly. I want to hear that. Yeah. If I Not just hear... critical. We want to hear what you like yeah. and what you dislike. Like, we want yeah. to know what's working and what's not working. I like to call it a compliment sandwich. Yeah. Give me something good. Give me something brutally honest, like a truth bomb. And then give me something nice to fall back on. Mm. That, that tastes good. I like that. That tastes delicious. So, I like please, sandwiches. drop me some sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, guys. So truth sandwiches coming our way. Thank we you. should have a forum set up, hopefully, um, for you to leave that feedback on. But for now, you yes. can leave it wherever you can. We'll post soon as we have the development of the forum ready. Yep. But for now, you can just post it, message it, whatever your choice is. All and any feedback and, is and, greatly appreciated. And, and any of us on the podcast can see those messages. So you know, don't. We're all there to answer whenever you will have questions yes. or concerns or comments. So. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> you good? You good? You good? Because right, we good. want this show to be good for you. We want you to yes. keep coming back. We want you to share this with your friends. And it's always good to strive for to be better. Yeah, definitely. Any improvements we can make, if we can make it a better show for you, topics you'd like us to discuss that we don't usually cover, things you feel we miss, whatever it is, guys, we want to improve and we want to bring you the best possible podcast and bring you into this fun fucking group we've developed and brought together. It's essentially what we're trying to do. So let us know, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you for downloading and sticking around. You all appreciate it. <laughs> you all appreciate it. Tupac sign out. Yes. Don't you know I'm